Hey there, I'm Brittany, and welcome to the Cape Cod Church Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Cape Cod Church, you can visit our website at capecodchurch.com. In the meantime, we hope you enjoy this message in our Christmas series, Wrapped, The Art of Giving. So, we've been talking about the art of giving. And you've probably had someone say this to you, or maybe you've even said it. It's the thought that counts. Have you ever said it? It's the thought that counts. Or had somebody say it to you? You know the interesting thing about that? Is people actually usually say it as an excuse. I mean, really, if you think of it, it's like, oh, didn't work. It's the thought that counts. I mean, I'm not, being, I'm not being a Grinch or anything, but the more I thought about this phrase, the more it occurred to me that when we say it's the thought that counts, it's sort of to cover up for the fact that it wasn't very thoughtful. Sort of like, sort of like thoughtfulness could be an alibi for thoughtlessness. Because it turns out that there's something instinctively in us that knows that the good gifts, the best gifts, aren't necessarily the most expensive, but they're generally the most thoughtful. Which brings us to the second stage in the art of gift giving, preparation. What we would call the plan. It turns out that there's generally behind the good, the best gift, a plan. There's some thought, there's some intention that almost takes our breath away, like, oh, you knew I liked that. You planned ahead for that. I mean, those kind of gifts, let's be honest, they turn up the pressure. It's like, whoa, you went through all of that for me, and I'm not prepared. Which brings us to this passage in Galatians chapter 4. So Galatians is one of the earliest books written, maybe the earliest in our New Testament. It's written just about 20 years after the life of Christ. I mean, it's very, very soon. And it's sort of in this moment, in these verses we're about to read, it's sort of a look back. It's almost like it's, it's a glance back where they can say, oh, I see how it's all coming together. Here's what it says. In verse 4, he says, But when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law that we might receive adoption to sonship. It's like they're looking back and they're going, oh, no, 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 I see now. I see how it, 
It, it, it all came together. Now I can see so clearly what God was doing. Did you catch that little part in verse 4? Let me read it again. But when the set time had fully come, when the set time, the plan, when everything was ready, and it was fully time, then God hatched his plan. You see, God had a plan. He was thinking of you before you were thinking of you. That's a remarkable piece of this passage. Like God is thinking and planning and strategizing about you before you were even a thought to yourself. Have you ever gotten a disappointing gift? You don't have to say. <laughs> be very careful how you answer that or who you look at, right? This is, but you can do this anonymously. Just keep your eyes straight forward at me in this moment, right? You, I see you know what I'm talking about. Like, oh. I was thinking about this and the most disappointing gift I ever got. Now, I'm going to tell you a story, but I don't want sympathy. And I'll, 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 when I'm done, you'll know why. So I was about 19 years old, and I had my first serious girlfriend. I was in college, Bible college. Bible college is a weird little bubble of things that don't make sense, but it worked. And we were dating, and honestly, in that moment, I was, you know, I was head over heels, and it was, it was coming up to Christmas time, and I was going to visit her at her home, her parents' home, and and, and I, had, I had planned out, like, the gift. It was the ultimate Bible college gift, an engraved Bible. That's godly man stuff right there. You had somebody, what can, I mean, it's like this. I mean, it had her name on it. And I was so just, I was, man, I was excited. This is like the gift. And honestly, in the moment, I was not the least bit thinking about what I would get. I was so taken, as it should be, with the gift that I had gotten for her. And so I drove uh, to, to her house to visit her. It's a few weeks before Christmas. And I'm so excited. I, I, I have to go. I go first. And I give her the gift. And, and it's awesome. And I don't think she was as excited as I was, but I was excited. And then, and then she gave me my gift. And it wasn't quite as epic. But it was the thought that counts. <laughs> I don't even exactly remember everything about it, but it was like a toy Christmas, it was like a Christmas, like a toy Santa with chocolate in it. And I like chocolate, so that's a bonus right there, right? And I'm like, and honestly, and I, I mean this, I was not, in that moment, I wasn't, I wasn't terribly disappointed. I was so excited about this, this engraved Bible and gold leaf with their name that this, this toy Santa with chocolate in it wasn't even registering. And then it was a couple of hours from my house, I drove home. <laughs> 
And before, as I, I left, I realized I needed to fill up with gas, and so I came, I came to the gas station, and this is, before, uh, this is before, like, credit cards at the machine, you went inside and paid. And so I went inside to pay, and I get to the register, and there on the counter, you know. Two dollars. Honestly, you know, they say love is blind. I still didn't get it. <laughs> I did not see that the writing was on the wall for this relationship. We weren't making it to Christmas, and we didn't. But let me finish the story with a good... That just set me free to meet Tammy. So life is good, people. Yeah. Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> She was giving me a gift and didn't even know it. You see, we, we, we know that there's something about the plan, something about the thoughtfulness of the gift. And this, this is what I'm saying, that God had a plan. He was thinking of you before you were thinking of you. He was pouring himself into the world. You. In fact, in Psalms 139, let me, let me read it to you. It says, this is a, a powerful passage that has, has inspired uh, the church and Christians about the value of life. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body, in verse 13, knit me together in my mother's womb. Verse 16, so poverty says, you saw me. Before I was born, every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day passed. God has a, a, a plan for, for my life. Our life has, has value and meaning, and it's in the heart of God, and he's been planning it out, and he's been setting about to rescue us since the beginning of time. And he set along this course of rescue from the earliest moments of creation when we read in Genesis 1 that he came to create life and he sees his creation, that it's, it's good, very good. And then the brokenness of sin enters into the world and with it the devastation that follows, but God's not done and he's running after us, pursuing after us, setting in process his plan to rescue us once and for all because God had a plan. He wasn't finished. And then, on that moment, we celebrate as Christmas. His plan was born. God's plan was his son. It's almost like we, 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 didn't, we didn't see it coming. God's, God's plan from the very beginning, he's been putting this together, pursuing, racing after us, setting for a rescue. When everything was heading towards cataclysm, he said, no, 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 no. Here is Hope, my son, born in a manger, 
wrapped, as we saw last week, in these, these swaddling clothes. God had a plan, and that plan was his son. In fact, back in our passage in Galatians, let me read you those two verses again. It says, but when the set time had fully come, God sent his son. Born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law that we might receive adoption to sonship. The son came to make you and me a son and a daughter. It's almost like in this passage, God is... He's making a point about the gift. There's, he's like, I don't, 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 don't miss this. I don't want you to miss this. Like, have you ever, uh, you, you know what this is like? Have you ever given a gift and you had to explain it to somebody so that they didn't miss how awesome your gift was? You know what I'm talking about? Like, you give somebody a shirt and, oh, it's a nice shirt. You know, no, 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 no. I actually went to a real store for that shirt. Like, that's not Amazon. That's like, I, I found that. Right? You give somebody a gift certificate. You're like, have you ever eaten at this restaurant? Oh, it's my favorite. You've got to try, right? You're, you're, you're explaining the gift. Somebody gave us a few years ago, gave us a, a, a Christmas gift of some, some chocolates. And they were French. Because you could tell it was the writing was in French. And they were like, these are very special chocolates. And what they were saying is they were like, listen, this isn't no Russell Stover's box. Like, like when you open this, don't eat it all at one setting. They were like, you should look it up. And then they, it was a good thing they said it because they were like, they were like this big. They were the size of chiclets or something. And you could have eaten the entire thing at one spot. When you looked at it, you're like, whoa. Like, these are, like, now I'm afraid to eat them. And they're, they're just, and that's what's happening in this passage. It's like, it's like, no, 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 no. God had a plan. It was his son. His only begotten Son. The eternal Son. Jesus. It's, it's like He doesn't want you and me, even here thousands of years later, to miss the significance of this. That this was His only begotten Son. The Son. Enables us to become a part of the family. We become literally sons and daughters in his family because of the son. But it's like, he's like, this is, this is my son. This isn't an average gift. This isn't just something given for you. This is, this is my son. It's the only begotten son. And, and, and he doesn't want us to miss it. It's like, this is eternal. I read the other day something that I was, I was a little bit surprised at. Christianity Today had a, had a survey. And in their survey, they found that 50% 50% is a failing grade, folks. I know if we took this survey in our church, we would absolutely do better than 50%, but just in case, I'm going to put you on notice, right? 50% of people believed that Jesus only came into existence at the birth in the manger. Oh, oh, oh. Slow, slow, that, slow that down, because, because Jesus is eternal. He existed before the manger. He exists forever. He was fully God 
in the flesh. And for a moment, for a brief moment, he subordinated himself and was born into this world and took upon himself the form of human flesh so that he could rescue us and then takes back on that eternal, holy, divine nature which he never gave up. He was fully God, fully man. And this passage is just reminding us, it's just saying to us, don't, don't miss this. This was, this was the Son the only begotten Son, when you and I say yes to Jesus, we're not, we're not saying yes to a JV partner in the Godhead. We're saying yes to God in the flesh who literally came to earth in human form to rescue us. And it's like in Galatians 4, he's saying, no, 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 let me explain to you this gift so that you never miss the greatness of God in Jesus Christ. Don't miss that. In the Gospel of John, in first chapter, in verse 14, he, John gives Jesus a, a nickname, if you would. It's a, a name that's meant to be a describer. He calls him the Word. As if to say, he's the one who explains everything. The Word. In fact, let me read to you how it says it, because it sets up the rest of the passage. It just says, so the Word became human and dwelt among us. I memorized that in the King James as a young kid. So the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, became human, and dwelt among us. It's explaining the beauty and the majesty of what we have in the gift of Jesus Christ. But that verse just sets up what's happened in the verse, verses before. Let me, let me just read it to you, because I think as, as much as any, I just want you to, to sit back and, and hear as the gospel, John explains and tells us about the beauty and majesty of the gift that is Jesus. Here's what it says. It says, in the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God. And the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him. And nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created. And his life brought light to everyone. And the light shines in the darkness. You see, when you and I say yes to Jesus, when we place our faith, our trust in Him, we're saying yes to the God of the universe who has existed forever 
And then, in a moment, in time, our time, he took on himself the form of a human being so that you and me could become the sons and daughters of God, so that we could become part of his family through Jesus Christ. When you say yes to Jesus, you are saying yes to the eternally existent Son of God, God in the flesh. He was thinking of you before you were thinking of you. That's what this gift is. He loved you even when you don't love yourself. And from the very beginning, he has had a plan to give you the gift of life. Or as Jesus said in John 10.10, life and life to the full. That has always been his plan. And what we celebrate at Christmas is that moment when the set time was fully come, God hatched his plan to rescue us. That's what we say yes to. But maybe you've been wrestling through this story. What do I do with Jesus? Where does he fit into my life? Most people I meet on this journey have some experience with it. They grew up in the story. They've heard the details. But it hasn't yet become their story. They haven't, by faith, embraced the gift that is Jesus Christ. That yes to his offer. And if that's you, I can't think of a better way to finish this than by giving you the chance to simply say yes for yourself. Would you bow with me? Our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed. We do that just because it's so easy to get distracted. And I suppose as much as any, this is a moment where distraction just wants to jump in. But maybe that's your story. Maybe you're here and you're just, you're ready. You're ready to say yes. He was thinking of you before you were thinking of you. His plan has always been to give you the gift of life. To adopt you. To make you a part of his family sons and daughters 
And so I want to invite you in the moment, in the quiet of the moment, just to pray. The prayer of faith. I like how Romans 10 phrases it. When we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth, it is made unto our salvation. It's a moment of faith. So I would invite you to pray quietly to yourself, a prayer of faith. A moment to say yes to Jesus, to his gift, to what he did in the manger and what he did on the cross to rescue us. You might pray something like this, dear God. Sitting here, This morning, I want to say yes to you. Jesus Christ, I believe in you. I believe that you were born and you died and you rose again so that I could have life. I invite you into my life. I trust you as my Savior. I accept your gift of grace and forgiveness once and for all. Help me now to live my life fully for you. In Jesus' name. Hey, thanks for tuning into this message from our Christmas series, Wrapped. If this is your first time listening, we'd love to meet you in person. We have services every Sunday at 10 a.m. in East Falmouth, Massachusetts, or you can join us for our live stream services on YouTube at the same time. And if you enjoyed the Cape Cod Church podcast, we hope you'll consider leaving us a review so that other people can discover us too. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode.